Hey, what's up, everybody? Good morning. Anton Crowley here, and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce lifestyle podcast from ecommercelifestyle.com, which, by the way, we are currently working this week on like a major website overhaul. So if you go to ecommercelifestyle.com now, I think we have most of the updates live. Um, we should by, if not today, which I think is January 22nd, I think, then by tomorrow. But uh, it's really cool. We have full transcripts of every episode I've done in the past. So anything you want to know about, uh, instead of having to like go and listen to however many episodes I've done, I think like 50 or something, uh, you could just type in the search box any keywords, maybe Facebook ads like we're going to talk about today, or whatever else it may be that you're interested in, hit enter, and you'll find that keyword uh, on all the podcasts that I mentioned it. So uh, pretty cool. I'm hoping that website becomes like just a really big resource, again, for everybody looking for insights on anything when it comes to e-commerce, drop shipping, lifestyle businesses, even importing and private labeling. I've spoken about all those things on this podcast, and because they are all now transcribed, you can find exactly what you want um, pretty much instantaneously, so pretty cool. So anyway, um, what I wanted to talk about today is something that's been on my mind for maybe the past month or so. So at my company, we were thinking, and I I can't say we're totally not anymore, but we were thinking of bringing on a new media buyer that's primarily focused on Facebook ads. So Google ads got that covered, um, wanted to bring someone in to manage the Facebook account. But as you probably realized, if you've listened to the past uh, two episodes I've done, you know that things on Facebook have been changing. And for us, because of the way we're structuring our campaigns, they're changing for the better, meaning we're getting a better return on ad spend. And that's why right now I'm seriously questioning, is this something I should keep doing myself or should I bring on someone that, you know, with incentives is a six-figure position? So right now it's not taking me much time at all to do. And, you know, we spend, I think this month we're going to spend probably close to, to 200 grand on Facebook. And it's, again, barely taking me any time. So that's why I want to do this episode. I, I gave it a dramatic title. I know it's called the, the Death of Facebook uh, Account Managers. But I really think that's the direction that we're, we're heading. And let me, uh, let me explain why, okay? Like, I guess, first of all, why they were necessary, Facebook ad account managers, if you wanted to scale. And why, as of right now, again, things might change, but in January of 2019, it, it's so far we're doing, you know, better with less money spent. And that's not to say that we haven't had amazing people managing our Facebook accounts. That's to say that Facebook is changing. So, you know, when you think of why Facebook originally, when did they start Facebook ads? I don't even know. A few, like a few years ago when their ad manager was really built out, maybe like 2015, so like four years ago, five years ago, the big benefit was Facebook has data on everybody, right? They know more about you. You know, you've seen that meme where there's a kid on a computer and he says like, what does it say? Like, Facebook, uh, Facebook says, uh, no, my dad says Facebook is spying on us. And then the meme has someone looking over their shoulder and it says that's uh, Mark Zuckerberg looking over the kid's shoulder. And it says, that's not your dad. So yeah, Facebook knows every single thing about us. And the benefit originally was that we can choose who sees our stuff. So, um, I'll give you uh, an example of actual products, right? Something very age and gender specific. Uh, let's just say that you sold male enhancement pills for, 
men that were older and we're having, uh, we're having problems down there, okay? So back in the day, if you wanted to advertise these things, you know, you, your traditional advertising would be you could buy a TV slot and, of course, you could try to find programming that matched your target market. Uh, you could also do things like, you know, buy billboards and do print media and really just hope that the people that, let's say it's a billboard, that are driving by are the people that are maybe 60 years or older and men and that are having, uh, having some trouble and need some help, right? But if you did that, you also have, you know, 16-year-olds driving by and kids on their way to college and basically you're spending money to get impressions, to get eyeballs from people that aren't going to be interested and not going to buy your product. So there's a lot of what I would refer to as leakage where your money used to go in terms of a dollar spent. Because again, it's like that's like a shotgun approach where you're just trying to be everywhere and then hopefully some of the people that see it are your right people. So then Facebook comes along and they weren't the first to do this, but they were the biggest and Facebook comes along and gives you the option now, okay, go into your account, your business manager, go into your ad account, make a campaign, and let's just call it mail, you can't advertise mail enhancement pills on Facebook, by the way, so probably a bad example, but you get the point. But let's just say you go into your Facebook account, you make a campaign called mail enhancement pills, you make a couple different ad sets, maybe you have one that's you know men 60 years or older in the United States, maybe you have one men 60 years and older in Canada, um, you know, and so on and so on, right? So back in the day, that's what you, we used to do. That's what everybody used to do. And by breaking your different uh, audiences into different ad sets, you can make sure that your ideal people were the ones who were seeing your ads. Now, this is kind of where it went from there and why ad account managers got necessary at scale. What we used to start looking at is, okay, now we see that men 60 years and older in the United States are doing well. Let's break that into men that are maybe 60 to 62. Then let's make an ad set of men that are 63 to 65 and maybe 66 to 70. And we would start getting more granular. And the reason we would do that is so we can track different return on ad spend at different levels. So maybe the men 60 and older campaign is, or ad set is doing amazing, but let's see if we can break it down even further and see if there's one age group that's just, you know, totally outperforming. Again, maybe it's men 60 to 62. That's the sweet spot. That's where we're going to pull out all of our profit from. That's where we should just dump all of our ad dollars into to get the best return on ad spend, right? So that's how it used to be. We'd break it down that way. Then Facebook started to give us more data. So they would show us, well, okay, these are the people that are mostly buying from you. And then they would show us, hey, you know, 80% of your sales are coming from desktop. Okay, so desktop for men in that age range. So then the Facebook ad manager job would be to go into the Facebook ad account, then take the ad sets, uh, you know, kind of break them down even further, have men 60 to 62 United States mobile, men 60 to 62 United States desktop. Then to take it even further, they bought Instagram. So then maybe we have three different ones and, you know, just kept going and going and going. And then we started to layer interests and it got to the point where Facebook ad accounts you really, really did need someone because it was a full-time job to get in there and to segment things really deep. Again, if you're running ads at scale or if you were running ads at scale, okay? So hope that makes sense. Just know that the reason we did that again is to make sure that our return on ad spend was totally maximized and so that we could see where we were really winning, where we were making money and where we weren't making as much so we can kind of cut that out, okay? 
So that sounds like a lot of work, right? But it also sounds like it's worth it. So why don't we do that anymore? Because now if you see our ad accounts today, uh, if you saw like inside my campaigns versus what they looked like even two years ago, they look so much simpler now. And the reason they look so much simpler now is because Facebook's, uh, really their whole ad platform, the way they have just added to it and rebuilt it, and more importantly, Facebook's AI, their artificial intelligence that learns what works and what doesn't, is just so much better than myself or than the smartest ad account manager could ever be. So here's the main difference, right? Back in the day, again, instead of getting granular like we used to, now what we do is make a campaign, like I mentioned, I won't go into the the whole structure because you could just go back to the previous, I don't know if it was one or two episodes, probably both, listen to both of them. But now what we go in is we make these campaigns, we set them for campaign budget optimization, and really what we let Facebook do is find our people for us. So they go out and they do the testing, whether it's mobile, or desktop, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Instagram stories, Facebook stories, whether it's the audience network, whether it's in-stream videos, we just basically make our ad sets inside of uh, conversion budget optimized campaigns. We give Facebook uh, all the data that that we need from a high level, things like, you know, lookalikes, things like interests that we know work for us, but then we don't do any placements. We uh, We don't segment out Instagram. We don't segment out audience network and Facebook, um, you know, newsfeed and Facebook right column. We don't do any of that. We give Facebook all the data we have. And then when we bid on Facebook, this is really important. We tell Facebook what we want. So when you're bidding, right, when you're in your campaign manager, you can choose how you want Facebook to optimize. And again, back in the day, you used to be able to game the system and kind of like, I don't want to say lie because that's that's not the right way to say it but if what you really wanted was sales sometimes back in the day it was better to tell facebook hey i just want reach right um i'm not going to bid for i'm not going to optimize for conversions i'm just going to optimize for reach or for impressions and there were ways to almost outsmart the system you're not really you're never going to outsmart it but kind of like some loopholes well now none of those loopholes make sense at all because facebook is smarter their artificial intelligence is better so what you want to do is make sure, this is really important, when you're choosing your bidding strategy, you're actually choosing what you want. So one of them, one of the things you could bid for is target return on ad spend. So this is what Facebook will try to get you for return on ad spend. So let's just say back in the day, you know, maybe one of your campaigns had a 15X return on ad spend. One of them had a 10X return on ad spend. Well, what are you okay with, right? What's your target and how big do you want to scale? Because if you're okay and if you said you know what if facebook can get me a 12x return on ad spend on 10k a month in budget or whatever 100k in budget i would take that all day long then when you're making your campaign tell facebook that you want to optimize for return on ad spend when it says what do you want your return on ad spend to be put 12 you know that's what you want and then just let it run let it do it let it do it let it do its thing get tongue twister and don't even worry about trying to ever see what works best because Facebook will find what works best for you they know what you want out of your ad campaign because you literally tell them when setting it up so they allocate your money to where it's going to best be spent again whether that be Instagram or mobile or desktop or audience network or whatever it is they will figure it out their AI will do 
it for you. They will spend your money where it should be spent to get you to reach your target objective, which you tell them when you set up your account. So yeah, guys, um, that's it. I uh, just, I really wanted to share that because I know, you know, even myself, I'm still struggling like, well, do we still bring someone on for this role and then have them, you know, be in there and testing new things and whatnot. But honestly, at this point, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I'm still a little torn, but it seems like, you know, if I go in there every couple of days and check it again, I'm going to spend probably 200 K this month. Um, we spend at least a hundred every month on Facebook, hundred thousand, and it's more profitable than ever while just letting Facebook figure, figure things out. The only thing, let me make a, um, an, a no, side note so people know it's I don't want to make it sound like it's the easiest thing in the world but uh, one of the biggest things that you can do so in addition to setting up campaigns the way I've mentioned in the previous two episodes um, obviously this is all assuming you have a great website that converts that people buy from and it's assuming that you have really good creative in your ads what I mean by that is either images or videos and copy your copywriting has to be on point um, everything you know this is assuming your business is already working so you can't just go make this work if you have a, a website that no one ever buys from to begin with. So, um, yeah, just just keep that in mind. And that's my little disclaimer uh, before you you go and do this. Your website's got to work before Facebook can uh, can just drive more results to you. So hope you found that useful. If you did, please do go to ecommercelifestyle.com. Click on episodes. Uh, leave a comment. Let me know. And I will talk to you all in the next episode of the Ecommerce Lifestyle Podcast. See everybody. Hey guys, uh, I just finished recording, but I wanted to hop on here real quick because I forgot to mention two things. The first of them is if you're listening to the recent episodes and you're thinking that this sounds great, but it's a little advanced for me, I'm just looking to get started and make some money and get sales and maybe get to like, you know, 30, 50,000 a month in revenue, which should be about 10K a month in profit. Listen, if that's you, go to dropshiplifestyle.com and click on enroll. That's where you could find all of my training programs that you know go full into detail as to how I do all this stuff so you can literally get training directly from me and get your website set up and start making sales in as little as 21 days. And also, if you're listening to this and you're part of my Dropship Lifestyle training program already, I do wanna let you know that our retreat, our sixth annual Dropship Lifestyle retreat is now finalized. I signed the contract, I sent the money, and we are going to be in Prague in the Czech Republic this year. So if you want, to come to Prague. And if you remember, you have to be part of Dropship Lifestyle to attend our events. But if you want to go, send an email to me. It's Anton, A-N-T-O-N, at dropshiplifestyle.com. And I'll get you all the details. So thanks again, guys. And I'll talk to you all soon. Bye.